0: Hola y bienvenidos a Grandes Verdades Sin Goros, America's number one podcast with jilted brides and guys who like to stay inside. I'm your host, Adrian Perez, and with me as always is Paul Kawaja. Let's get capping, let's get big factin. let's go.
1: Big facts. No cap. Big facts. No cap. No cap. Big facts. No cap. Cap. No cap. Big facts. No. Cap. Big facts. No. Cap. No cap. Big facts.
0: No. 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 Big facts. No. Cap. No cap. All right. <laughs> okay. How you feeling, Paul?
1: I'm feeling pretty good. Um, what was that intro? Because I'm pretty sure. You don't speak Spanish.
0: I believe I have a trip to Cuba with you that proves otherwise. (laughs) That was my best translation of our title uh, without any help from the internet and just with my own knowledge of Spanish. Goro, I think it's more like a beanie, like think South Park than like a cap, but I I don't know the word for cap.
1: (laughs) All right. So actually this week, and hopefully you'll forgive me for this one, Adrian, but I've picked one from a writer that you've already that you've already covered. And I think it's Did probably you go to Kiki? Pers- I didn't go to Kiki. I went to, uh-huh. I went to Ola Poppy and
0: great wise dude. Yeah.
1: yeah, no, I think he's, I think we've discussed this before in an episode that may not be released, but he's actually like a very good writer and actually very good at giving advice and seems to get a yeah. lot of funny questions. So he's a, he's definitely a fun one for this podcast and he's on out.com for, our listeners who don't know so he's a uh, he mostly fields gay questions gay and lesbian questions okay so this one is help my boyfriend pretended to be latino
0: oh god <laughs> <laughs> poppy's not gonna like this one
1: yeah before i start as a as a latino man adrian how do you feel if your boyfriend or girlfriend pretended to be latino Oh
0: um... to impress you <laughs> Well, I've kind of gotten to, so I've had a scenario where I accidentally told a white presenting Latina, I explained to her what the immigrant experiment experience was like very, in a very short way. It wasn't like a whole conversation. It was like, oh yeah, my parents want to move back to Guatemala because like they don't actually love the U.S. They just thought it was better for me to grow up here. And I made that statement. She just accepted it and like moved on. And I found out later, and this is one of my close friends now, that she's like half Salvadoranian or Salvadoran. Uh, and so ever since that happened, I just now I no longer assume anyone's ethnicity. And so if they pretended to be Latino, uh, I would not question it, and I would just accept it. And if that's how they want to identify, they can all me, but I'm not gonna call anybody out anymore. <laughs> I hope being dolezal becomes a
1: becomes a verb. Um, I think that's what we needed to take from. Well, the way story.
0: TikTokers are these days is gonna be a challenge. I'll tell you what.
1: <laughs> yeah, have you seen that one where it's like uh you you like purposely like make yourself look sloppy and then when the music flips you oh, like, got a bunch yeah, of makeup on to, like, a... yeah they yeah. need to do that but with looking like uh looking like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Where you make yourself look white in the first frame, and then you got on the big hoop earrings, you got those little baby hairs, you got the the gold necklace that says Latina.
0: Oh, does it, uh, Ilana does that a little bit in Broad City, where she, like, plays a Latina, where she, like, has the earrings that say that, even though I think she's just Jewish. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I'm pretty I sure that's I think yeah. Okay, so, Ola Poppy. A year ago, I started talking to a guy on Bumble. My bio mentioned I'm from Colombia, which seemed to really interest him. He asked me questions about my background, in Spanish, and said his own mom was Colombian, which I thought was a neat coincidence. When we met in person for coffee a few days later, we only talked in Spanish. His was accented to be sure, a product I figured of being born and raised in the US, but he actually sounded like a Colombian in many ways too. He had recently spent a year in Bogota while completing his thesis. We went on more dates after that, and the relationship grew into something serious. We reverted to talking mostly in English, but I knew I could always throw in some Spanish whenever I wanted. And as an immigrant here in the U.S., it can feel comforting to stumble upon someone who is familiar with where you're from, who speaks your native tongue, and who you're able to freely code switch around. Fast forward to past Thanksgiving. We traveled to his hometown to spend the holiday with his family, and I quickly realized that his mom is not Colombian. Like, at all. In fact, no one in his family has any Colombian heritage whatsoever. When we were finally alone, he told me how sorry he was about making it up. He said he didn't think I'd agree to go on the first date with him if we didn't have that in common and that he never expected an eventual first date to lead to anything. He said we'd been wait- he'd been wanting to set the record straight for a long time, but was terrified I'd leave him if I knew. Obviously, making things up about your family is, most of the time, a trivial, basic, harmless, silly thing to do. But I was really taken aback when I realized someone close to me, who I thought I knew well, had been lying for a whole year. I guess I was unwittingly lying as well, since my own family just loved hearing about how I was dating another Colombian. It wasn't just one lie, Poppy. I've asked him so many questions about his Colombian side of the family, about the reasons that pushed his mom to leave about his siblings' relationship with their mom's home country, and he always came up with really detailed answers that I know were complete fabrications. It's just a strange thing. And more than strange, I think it was even sad of him to randomly claim Colombian heritage for the sake of just seeming more interesting. He was new to town when we met, had just gotten back from his year in Bogota, and he must have thought no one would notice the reinvention. He even joins a Latin American club at his grad school. Anyway, what do you think of this? And would you proceed if it happened to you? Bolt For the door, signed.
0: Como la florde. How do you feel about him calling you out for being part of the uh, Hispanic Engineers Club at (laughs) Cloveson? I don't feel called out. I never pretended to be Hispanic. (laughs) I'm an ally, bro. (laughs) Um,
1: First and foremost, I am an ally. (laughs) Everybody knows that.
0: (laughs) Uh, Dude, that's a trip. That's, uh, That's a great one. Okay, a couple things. Off the bat. One, I love how consistently he must have remembered and organized the lore of his family (laughs) to be able to consistently give in-depth answers about it and obviously like yeah like be consistent over time as well like none of them could have been like flipping answers like he must have like spent nights like writing a similarian is that uh, just like a (laughs) entire backstory for story for his fake family well Uh, he
1: he didn't he didn't organize it into similarian he created a my fake columbian family wiki
0: for the lore but (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think my second point is the whole, like, I didn't think you'd go out with me if you didn't think I was Colombian and we didn't have that in common. And I wonder if this is something he's done before, where, like, he meets a guy on Bumble and he's, like, Iranian. And he's like, oh, <laughs> dope. <laughs> my dad's my, my Iranian.
1: Okay, that can definitely only work with, like, the with the other, like, Caucasian foreign. With the other Caucasian foreign countries like Latino countries and Arab countries could, or, and Persian, in the case of Iranian, yeah. could you imagine trying that with like a Chinese, <laughs> with like a Chinese <laughs> dude? <laughs> like, yeah, actually, I'm half Chinese. <laughs> Just like be a white dude.
0: Uh, wait, hold on. I think the one like uh, detail I need to make my like advice decision is, um, how long have they been together? A year. Oof. Yeah, that's it's a long time to be Hannah Montana and your <laughs> your boyfriend. <laughs> try to get the best of both worlds yeah
1: the fake family details is really the uh
0: is really like the it's clincher. a little psychotic <laughs> like i think it's it's obvious how innocent he can start off but like at a certain point there's like a certain ability to be able to keep up a lie like that that just seems like a red flag
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: you know what it kind of reminds me of it kind of reminds me of
1: uh that actor uh, from the league it's, it reminds me of steven R- R- renzisi R- Renazizi.
0: oh yeah yeah, talking about 9-11
1: yeah yeah how he just yeah, faked yeah. having been in nine eleven for years and years and it like it probably started with him just telling the lie once and then feeling yeah. trapped in the lie and it seems like best case scenario that's what happened with this boyfriend was he told the lie on bumble yeah he was probably trying to get laid which is like a whole other problematic aspect to lie about your race to try to get laid because he's probably thought he would never see him again and then it developed into a relationship and he just felt the need to keep lying about it and it just like spiraled out of control you're basically
0: like (laughs) describing like every rom-com right so it involves the family right so his family's really happy that he's dating Colombian. so it's not just between them if he i wonder also if his family knows that like if he like so it would have been funnier, I think, if he really wanted to get, uh, if he really wanted to get extravagant with it, to have his mom pretend to be Colombian,
1: <laughs> but she was uh, really bad at it. But when I <laughs> when I showed up at her house, there was some confusing aspects. Like us Colombians don't really use maracas or sombreros that often, <laughs> or wear and ponchos. And then she but...
0: <laughs> she asked if we wanted some homemade empanadas, and they were clearly just ham and cheese hot pockets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh yeah I'm, I'm surprised he didn't get his family involved in it but yeah the fact that the other guy's family so it's not it's not only that he has to come to terms with this but his family also has to come to terms with like the fact that he had been lying and that could mean a whole other you know difficulties ahead for their uh relationship
1: it sounds like we might be on the same page because my take is get out of there this guy sounds like he's capable of of yeah lying to you about a lot of other things he seems like he seems like trouble he seems like trouble Como la flor. get out of there
0: uh i I think i agree i think um it sucks that was a long time to put into a relationship that ended up ending over something like this but that ain't it chief can't be doing that
1: one of the interesting things is i know bumble lets you put in your ethnicity right or race i don't
0: know which one i don't think it does but i think what a lot of people do is they put the flag of the country they're from okay um, okay yeah because yeah people usually like seeing that i i have a guatemalan flag on my profile i haven't you checked really? it in forever but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I've never thought about um, putting a Lebanese
1: flag on my uh, dating app. Such a good profile. flag, though. I, it is it, one of the best. It's, it's, one of
0: the best flags. It's a BF. It's a banging flag.
1: <laughs>
0: BFF, banging flag forever? <laughs> yeah, dude, I am BFFs with the Lebanese flag. <laughs> the Guatemalan flag is also quite nice. It has a, a quetzal on it, which is a very pretty bird. Mm. So. Yeah, yeah, it is nice. It's a, it's a good one, yeah. Oh. I think we also have a gun on ours i think it's i was gonna holding a gun.
1: i was gonna say i i feel like the guatemalan flag's pretty militaristic and i was gonna ask if it was connected to like any of the any of the no lat- it's
0: connected to the natural behavior of quetzals where they're usually packing
1: <laughs> <laughs> well i was gonna a- ask which of the political groups who murdered a bunch of people it was connected to which of the oh, i have no idea all right that's whatever revolutionary group that's probably better than not considering uh this is a comedy podcast
0: (laughs) yeah yeah okay i actually don't know because i've been faking being guatemalan for this whole time
1: (laughs) you know i've never asked you a lot about guatemala this would have been a very easy very i would have
0: directed you to google (laughs) nine times out of ten um yeah and you know it's things where all lives matter as white folks always love to be like if the roles were reversed and for some reason I feel like if it was someone who was uh, a minority pretending to be white, I wouldn't care as much about that lie. <laughs> like, can you imagine that? Especially like trying to keep that lie up of like, tell me about your family's culture. Oh God. We... Mayonnaise. Always had it in the house. <laughs> it was the best. Okay. Anyway.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Como le Florid. I think me and Adrian are in agreement. You're going to need to, uh, you're going to need to leave him. Uh, I
0: would you're say. You're going to have to say, sa- wait, not Sayonara. Adios to that guy. <laughs>
1: you're gonna need to say senorita to that guy <laughs> yeah no do it gently uh you don't want this guy to murder you in your sleep with whatever yeah. like traditional colombian weapon uh, they have access to <laughs> now for hola poppy's advice hola clf buddy amigo mi amor i looked for the term ex-boyfriend in the letter twice thinking i had surely missed something but i never found it am i to understand oh, you are still with this person if that's the case, then you need to go from his Latin X to his Latin X immediately.
0: Ooh, Poppy.
1: Damn, Poppy. God damn. Blah, blah, blah. It sounds like you're dealing with a pathological liar. Please don't take my shock that you're still together in his attempt to shame you. I'm willing to bet that you're very confused right now, and in all likelihood, a kind person who gives people the benefit of the da- of a doubt, or tan. If it helps, I'm more than willing to walk you through all the reasons you should break up with Michalada Dolazal. I think it could be helpful to put yourself in his shoes here and just imagine all the steps you'd have to take to do what he did. You'd have to line the first place. Yes, that's not good. TM. But as you said, some true stretching might happen on a first date. I'm being very generous here. Next, you'd have to keep the lie up. Imagine yourself weaving a series of complex telltales for your partner just to keep him in the dark about something as sensitive as immigration, no less. This person you're Mm. you're lying to is a person you ostensibly care about, by the way. A person who actually cares about where they come from and whose family cares about too. But whatever, you've got an alternative identity to assume. Finally, and and perhaps most outrageous of all, you have to invite your partner to your house where you are 100% aware that they are going to meet your very not-Latino family. Don't you think that at least, at least your boyfriend could have told the truth before dropping you in that situation? I'm guessing he thought he'd be more likely to get away with it after spending a holiday together. Whatever his reason, I ask again, what about you? This is a scandalous letter, CLF, but I'm less worried about the 100% terrible things that happened to you and more worried that you haven't broken up with him yet. We can get over the first part with time. Yes, you were lied to about something important. No, it wasn't your fault. Latinx people come in all backgrounds and colors. How are you to know? But my concern is that you didn't immediately book a ticket to Nopeville and get out of the relationship. It's important to understand your own worth and what we're not willing to put up with in any dynamic. I wouldn't tell you what to do or make any decisions for you, but repeatedly telling intricate lies is among the redder of the red flags. That's not even taking into account that he alleges he only did it to have a shot with you in the first place. That sounds like a roundabout attempt to put some of the blame on you. While there's a lot going on here, my advice is pretty simple, CLF. Break up with him. Or in Spanish, dígelo, rompo con él, cortalo, etc. Cono mucho more, papi
0: um are we gonna ignore the uh, the part where he says i'm not here to tell you what to do or make decisions <laughs> for you
1: yeah you're an advice columnist olapoppy check that's... your
0: <laughs> check your job description Ola Poppy.
1: okay but outside of that
0: that's like God... if a judge's catchphrase was i could be wrong here <laughs> but here's my take <laughs>
1: yeah okay but outside of that outside of uh Ola Poppy's wrong phrasing at the beginning i think he, uh, he's completely he right to park again yeah 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 that uh, beautifully said beautifully said and i like the uh kind of the insistence on empathetic way he delivered the answer to the uh question asker and the fact that he made it very clear that it's about having self-respect that you need to get out of that relationship
0: and also you know can't lie that long to someone you care about and like have it be okay
1: yeah and i'm I'm just gonna you know i know this is like a podcast for me and you to tell jokes and be funny but let's just jump back to Ola Poppy dropping a dropping a pretty great line here then you need to go from his latin x to his latin x immediately that's great so in general yeah i i think i agree like ola poppy said it in even more conclusive terms than us that it's just like get out yeah
0: i would say my advice what that bouncer at moosehead saloon said to us on that fateful night get out <laughs> <laughs> uh pro
1: tip for our listeners do not try to sneak in through the back door that through the The front door (laughs) (laughs) do not try to sneak in through the exit entrance
0: more of a side door i guess
1: (laughs) were they charging cover or did we just not want to wait in line what was the situation yeah
0: there was just a huge line and we didn't want to wait in there to go to a bar we didn't want to go to that's for the side stories episode oh fuck, we can't take that another podcast that's for that's for the uh that's for the after show what's what's, what would be the name of chris hardwick's um after show for our podcast
1: talking dead am i might just
0: (laughs) i think it might just continue that series
1: talking dead too i think uh chris hardwick has a very simple mind and he might just
0: make a sequel (laughs) now we're never gonna get on the nerdist uh (laughs) podcast network
1: oh, no. i'll we'll definitely get on the nerdist we'll talk lenses with chris don't worry about it <laughs> okay uh so that's it for Ola poppy and his advice for that gentleman whose boyfriend pretended to be latino so
0: all right that was a great one good job paul
1: thank you i i didn't write the question or answer but i do take credit for
0: <laughs> for all of it
1: for everything. Um,
0: okay so i've got a dating advice one as well this is from love letters which is all you know dating uh advice and so i can't remember who runs this she's one of them dating advice givers so the person here I-, I would call them an opposite post malone so this is the title of his question um and it- it's called i am not a rock star <laughs> any guesses I, what this one's about is it about somebody who is
1: frustrated that their band that they've been in for a long time hasn't taken off and they want advice on whether or not they should stay in the band or try to pivot to a different career.
0: Uh, nope. Terrible guess for a dating-focused college. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, this is a little, like, uh, sub-note from her. Well, for beginning. some of
1: us, music is our first love, Adrian, but I guess you <laughs> wouldn't understand that.
0: Uh, good morning. I received this letter on Friday, so it's possible that the writer situation has already blown up in his face, but let's help him anyways. For those who doubt him, I googled his email address and he is who he says he is. He is, in fact, a local musician. Enjoy this one. Question. All right, Meredith, I have a very peculiar predicament that everyone will probably get a good laugh out of, or I'm going to take a ton of flack for this. Let me start with a little background info here. It gets to the dating question eventually, just bear with it. I am moving out of my current neighborhood in Boston to a little more suburban scene with a couple of friends. I was the point man for communications with our landlord and realtor during our tenure at our current apartment. The realtor came over to take pictures of our apartment for the rental website, and I casually mentioned after conversation with the realtor spotting my several guitars and keyboards slash recording equipment in my room, I didn't just bring it up, I'm not that lame, that I've been contracted by a couple local record companies about some of my songs, which is true. Fast forward to the next day, the realtor asked me if he could swing by my apartment with two girls to look at the place. They came to look at the apartment, and one of the girls and myself had a bit of a connection and started flirting while I was showing them mi casa. This one's also got a fake Latino in it. Uh, The realtor, out of nowhere, drops a bomb that I have just signed a record deal and am moving to NYC slash going on tour, which is why I'm moving out ridiculous but believable, so I decided to run with it. I even ended up signing an autograph for the kid. The two girls decided they wanted to take the apartment and asked if the realtor and asked the realtor if they could show the apartment to their third roommate later that night. The realtor couldn't do it, so I said I will be there and swing in whenever. I will pick up beers and burgers and make it a party. Long story short, after several Coronas, a quick set of some of my songs on the roof deck, which overlooks the Boston skyline, and a trip to my local watering hole, we locked lips. I may or may not have dropped one of the best lines in recent man history. How would you like to spend your first night in your apartment? Damn. I really didn't think it was going to work, but just think of the story it will make was running through my head the whole time. Classic guy flaw. Well, needless to say, it actually worked, and the next morning I was tossing back and forth on just being upfront with her about this redonkulous lie while she was trying to find her pants. A lot of stuff going on here, and I hope you could follow, but here's the predicament. She thinks I'm moving to New York City in the next two weeks to become a rock star. I just figured nothing would seriously happen, so I went along with this snowball. We've hung out several times since then, and I may actually like this Chiquita. I feel bad about having to keep this whole facade up. We have another date planned, and I'm wondering if it's better to know or not to know. Quite the quandary for you, Goldstein, but let me have it. Dread Zeppelin, Boston. I think it's literally, we're just giving advice to the other person from my column. From, uh, Oh, way different situation, a though. They've known before. each other for like a week. And, yeah uh, yeah
1: no but we're giving we're giving advice to the liar but one week after the first date
0: oh so we're we're it's a much sooner intervention yeah and uh and we this have a chance time to we're talking this to the out.
1: liar instead of to the yeah. uh, to the lie too so yeah i see what you're saying I, I see how he fell into that situation it like every step he also the didn't
0: way. lie he yeah. didn't start the lie but, that's for some reason that's kind of a I distinction mean, <laughs> for
1: me yeah but come on <laughs> he,
0: just, he got wingmanned into a corner
1: Yeah, yeah, we we call that uh we call that a bear hug to get wingmaned into a corner. It's it's a a good problem to have, but yeah, yeah, come on, that that's a lie to not at any point during the night mention that like that like the basis of why she thinks you're cool is not happening. You're not about to be a famous rock star.
0: Oh, I mean, could, you could you could almost see it being like a sin of right? You could see him going the whole night without actually like, well, no, he probably almost certainly was like, oh, yeah, Brooklyn, uh, 34th and 5th, right next to Tony's Pizzeria, best in the city. Why? <laughs> I'm really excited about the move.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be right between the J's train and the uh, Z train. Oh, so it's going to be a
0: notoriously uh, close together trains. the J train and the Z train.
1: That's ah, that's how Jay Z claims he got his name, and people always point that out that there's they, there's no intersection. <laughs> he, he always says he got his name after the intersection of J and Z lines. That's funny. He,
0: it's such an uncreative name. I didn't think there was a story behind it. Never thought to ask.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very boring lie, and apparently, it's yeah. to hide the fact that he went by Jazzy before he wait, went wait.
0: Is our third column this week going to be Jay Z talking about <laughs> lying about his name? How do you come clean? <laughs> okay back to okay, up but now. yeah
1: yeah no this is a question for you how long into that one week relationship if the first night it's not lying how long when does it become lying that you don't oh mention? no i
0: think it's still lying okay. i think the question then i think the question the very obvious answer here is go ahead and tell her yeah. and if it doesn't work out it's early enough that like it doesn't really matter no harm no foul yeah, um, if you think of yourself as a is, good
1: person, you need to tell her as early as possible, I think is.
0: If she can laugh it off, then like, you know, win-win. Nothing really yeah. does nothing really but changes. Can
1: we think of more creative advice? How can we how can he do it in a creative enough way that she can't be angry with him? Oh,
0: well then that's when you lie a little bit more and that's when you do like, a, oh, my contract got canceled. I uh <laughs> They went with different talent and uh you just lie your way into wider back in uh in the suburbs of they, uh Boston. they actually
1: they actually said i was they actually said i was too good at music and uh it just it would have been hard for the public to handle so they <laughs> couldn't they couldn't sign me they they said my music was so good that it was gonna wake people up spiritually and then we weren't gonna actually <laughs> spend money and buy products and that wasn't gonna be good for the record company so uh yeah they wouldn't sign me anymore
0: or, um, you know, really lay it on strong and be like, hey, this list, list last week has been really magical. So I actually uh, argued for why I should be able to stay near Boston <laughs> despite <laughs> having this record <laughs> contracted in New York City. And so they're going to fly out a studio to me <laughs> and I'm just going to do it from here.
1: So you're saying a second lie as a solution. You're going with the two left turns make a right turn.
0: Yes, although I think it's three. So you'd have to add another lie. Okay,
1: so he should also tell her he's Colombian. I think the third line (laughs) that will fix this situation.
0: So one thing that I was going to bring up in the last column was, like, if those two guys were to stay together, imagine the story of, like, telling how they met. Like, that's part of the story, right? Uh, Because it's this whole beautiful story of, like, I met him, he was Colombian, we spoke Spanish during our first date. And then, like, that whole story becomes super fucked up the longer that he went on lying whereas this one is like the first week that we met thought he was a famous rock star turns out he lied about it hey, he does actually produce music and actually has like you know some big songs coming out in local venues so it wasn't that big yeah of a deal. yeah
1: you're right it, it, it after a week it can still be a cute story it's not the worst yeah um i also think um if he wants to uh play it off without getting into any trouble he bursts into he bursts through the door while she's in in like the living room kool-aid indoors. man style yeah kool-aid man style he bursts <laughs> okay. in camera out like old flip camera style out and goes it was a social experiment i'm not really a rock star at all you've been caught live on tape for my youtube video
0: that's great yeah and really berate her too be like what an idiot you can't believe you believe me <laughs>
1: this was for john quinones what would you do show and it was would you sleep with a rock star And you, you stupid goddamn bitch you would
0: america hates you They all think you're immoral
1: now john quinones is about to come in and shame you
0: uh yeah that's also a good solution
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i'm just spitballing here there's there's i mean they
0: heard here. his music and apparently they liked it enough to believe that it was like you know good enough to be record signing worthy or whatever
1: yeah honestly um, i wish they would drop the link i'm interested i wish they, oh uh, the soundcloud link yeah 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 <laughs> wait what would be the funniest genre for him to, what would be the i was funniest about to genre? say
0: like yeah it'd be funny if he just did a uh, country covers of uh old school gangster rap songs <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's just one of those people like one of those uh, people making like uh acoustic covers of rap songs on youtube <laughs> It's yeah. just like, you can really hear the beauty of... Uh, smack uh, that bitch up. <laughs> it's smack that, that bitch not even a real up. song. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, when when I do These Bitches Love Sosa in in the C minor on, on the old uke, it's just the real beauty of it comes out. And so,
0: yeah, they, they're sending me to New York. They love it. <laughs> I had a friend I used to work with who used to play acoustic, acoustic, acoustic guitar. He used to play acoustic... Ac- <laughs> a goose stick guitar. <laughs> guitar uh no he used to play acoustic guitar and would play sets at coffee shops and I remember one time it was when I worked at Trader Joe's Doorly so at one point she like asked him like do you do acoustic slow covers of rap songs he's like yeah, I had one of those. You're just about to start clowning on him so hard. What a corny person,
1: Jesus. <laughs> I know. I thought those people were, like, purely inventions of the internet. I thought the only way they existed was when an algorithm forced them into existence. I didn't know, like, they actually took up 3D space. <laughs> right. Okay, so I, I, we, 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 threw out, we threw out a lot of solutions for this problem, so let's see what the uh, love letters expert yeah. has to say.
0: Um, okay, Dread Zeppelin, yes, the apartment line is one of the best I've heard in a long time, but let's focus on your redonkulous lie. You have two options, only two. I feel like she's very limited in her scope, whereas we really laid them all out on the table. (laughs) Basically, everything short of murder her and don't let her ever find out was laid out on the table from us. Uh, Okay, you can continue the lie by telling her that the record label dropped you and that you're sticking around, or you can tell her the the truth that you fibbed because you felt because it felt nice to be a rock star for a few days. If you go with the truth, which I recommend, try being as flattering as possible. Tell her you were so excited by her initial interest that you continued to keep the lie up just to be around her. Tell her you feared that she would bail if she knew that you were some local singer songwriter. Tell her you're desperate to continue getting to know her. Write her a song. Play it for her. Then beg. She should run fast. What? <laughs> I mean <laughs> you the fact that we didn't give the advice that he should write a song was kind of interesting.
1: Okay, can, can I just say I think that's really bad advice. I think he should tell the truth, but no, don't degrade yourself. You're still a human who should respect yourself.
0: <laughs> Maybe, I think I added a lot of uh, stank to it the way that I <laughs> spoke it, but uh, okay. Uh, write her a song, play it for her, then beg. She should run, fast. I mean, the initial lie is sort of cute and forgivable forgivable but the fact that you kept it going to get her to go home with you is manipulative and creepy maybe she'll have a sense of humor about it maybe she'll just be psyched that you're sticking around maybe she'll say to herself if i wind up spending the rest of my life with this guy just think of the story it will make i like the idea that both of them uh, are of the mindset of this is a great story let's keep it going (laughs) like both (laughs) in his question where he was like i mean the story was too good to pass up which i actually really enjoy that kind of thinking um i like that he's she's like hey maybe she thinks the same way and you guys are stuck together purely out of a devotion to narrative interest <laughs> interestingness
1: that is true that is true It's so it's, it's it's definitely a meet cute you know yeah
0: um uh, maybe she'll say to herself if i wind up spending the rest of my life with this guy just think of the story it'll make classic gal flaw readers would you keep him around after finding out that he lied about new york have you ever gotten in such a tangled web share here and uh, i haven't actually opened this link to see if anyone there are 224 comments i do not i mean i'm not gonna go through those
1: um okay can i just say that this does remind me of something that uh it was a news story from a while back but in uh there has been a case of in israel a man being uh a man being prosecuted for lying about his name when he met and slept with a woman because he said his name was david but he was actually an arab and so the implication was David as a Jewish name was a lie and the woman thought he was Jewish. So he was actually like arrested and prosecuted. Oh geez. Uh,
0: a much darker version of this yeah, story. It's but... not as fun.
1: <laughs> but uh, people have been arrested for this and I think that's something we need to uh, take into account. There's precedence. There's precedent.
0: Uh, so really quickly, one comment from Jules 10. I think you should move to New York and try to become a rock star. We, did not let, we didn't even that ima- down there. Can you imagine being that simple-minded? <laughs> oh, God. Okay.
1: Um, yeah. In all honesty, I do generally fall on the side of the, uh, of the advice calmness, which is to tell the truth, but she was, like, so degrading. Like, I feel like what he did was manipulative and wrong but it's like a very forgivable amount of manipulative and wrong like the amount she wanted him to degrade himself seemed like overkill to me
0: so not only that but i actually think it's a bad strategy because if if we're going from an assumption that part of why she liked him is that he seemed like a cool rock star to then not only tell tell her that it's a lie but then also to like completely change the mystique of who you are in in doing so is also seems like bad optics from him
1: I like how you're coming at this as his PR agent. As a PR (laughs) agent, yeah. (laughs) I like how much you fell for the mystique of him being a rock star. You're like, I immediately, I want to help him get pussy. Does this guy need some weed? I can get him some weed.
0: So, fun fact, I was actually the realtor in this story. Oh
1: yeah, he didn't mention that the realtor just, was it just like a genuinely just an old man mistake? Or was it like him trying to be like, oh. No, I think it was like an
0: actual wingman type thing.
1: Oh, as a wingman type thing? Yeah, I don't
0: think it was like a he just mistook the information or didn't know or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, it was pretty dope. I think I have like, I have close friends who I don't think would do this for me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, Adrian, I would only ever try to sabotage you if you're about to get laid. (laughs) But we don't have to worry about that.
0: You're very (laughs) obsessed with keeping my chastity intact. (laughs)
1: Well, it's just like, if we got those promise rings, and I just feel like it's important.
0: <laughs> all those times when we were walking to Five Points, playing My Name's Lakeisha, and you kept having to remind me, Adrian, keep it in the pants tonight, alright? <laughs> <'Cause, laughs> we're still devoted to the Lord.
1: My name's, my name's Lakeisha. Lakeisha. Lakeisha.
0: <laughs> my name's Lakeisha named after my dad. His name's Lacoste, goes by car...
1: So, I think to end this episode, I'll just, uh, I would like to give the audience a little bit of uh some of the wisdom from what we learned this episode and i'd like to say that i think my big fact takeaway from this episode is have some self-respect if if somebody lies to you in a relationship listen to ola poppy you you need to respect yourself enough to get out of that relationship i like that that's a big fact
0: uh my no cap for this week uh if you're going to lie don't have ass it like Tell your mom, get her to read the Wikipedia page for Columbia. Get her an empanada recipe and, you know, get her out in the sun for like a week before he comes to visit. (laughs) Don't do, don't just like give up as soon as like the most minor inconvenience occurs that (laughs) messes up your lie. Put some effort into it. All right. Do we have a topical tip for this week? Now, Adrian,
1: are you aware of the podcast Call Her Daddy? No, I haven't heard about it. Okay, well, there's been a lot of drama lately, and I'm gonna, I'll run you through it real quick, and then you can, there's more than a few people in this story you can offer advice to. So, Call Her Daddy is a podcast by Barstool Sports. Oh, God. It's a sex podcast. It's like a, it's like a young female, like, uh empowered college Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to talk about the dudes we fucked type podcast. Right. They call each other, like, whores and sluts. And, you know, it's, it's all good fun. It's all good fun.
0: <laughs> is this a uh, official Paul's pick? Are you giving this out as a yeah. Paul's pick for the audience?
1: And and this is... I, I consider us peers of Call Her Daddy. I consider us peers of Alex and Sophia. Contemporaries, the, for sure. Yeah, the call you daddy hosts. And so... This show has been going on, and it's incredibly successful. It's one of the most popular podcasts out there. It's Barstool's Mm -hmm. basically flagship. They make almost all their advertising money from this. The Call Her Daddy hosts, until last year, were making $75,000. Over the last few months, they've been doing contract negotiations. And they've been putting out these like cryptic episode titles. And things have obviously been getting tense behind the scenes. Everything kind of boiled over in the last week or so and the show went off air they stopped posting anything and there was a lot of like weird social media drama one of the uh, hosts uh sophia has a boyfriend who the uh in the show is referred to as suit man he's a uh, hbo executive whoa and he was apparently encouraging them to ask for more money and was encouraging them to potentially leave and join his podcast network that he wanted to start and
0: they're getting vultureed
1: Yeah, so they were basically getting vultured. Then Barstool Sports and uh, Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports ended up offering them $500,000. Now, what happened is that Alex took the offer but behind Sophia's back after Sophia had made a higher counteroffer. So now the two best friends and roommates who had created and run the show together have separated, and it's now just Alex's show on Barstool Sports and Sophia and her boyfriend Suitman, who the fan base hates, are basically shit out of luck, making no money. Damn. And Alex is keeping all the fan base, and her and Dave Portnoy have uh, started releasing episodes of the podcast together. And she's gonna have a rotating set of guests until, I guess, uh, either she finds a new co-host or something. So, whoever in this uh, in this situation, Adrian, I, I think I think as a fellow podcaster, you might be able to offer them some sage advice on on where to go from here.
0: How important was their chemistry to the show? Obviously I think very fan. important, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um I think they I think Alex and Sophia or uh them being best friends and roommates was really what like connected to to the girls to the uh, to the daddy gang who followed them. And uh
0: and they're still living together?
1: No, I mean I think uh I think Sophia moved out to live with uh Suitman.
0: Mm. Suitman. Yeah. Uh, last question. So it was a single buyout of five hundred thousand dollars. Is that like their new salary?
1: That was now Alex. That was the offer, and only Alex took it. And then after Sophia made her counteroffer, she made like a secret agreement with Dave Portnoy, and they took the show. Just two of them. Damn, and that, that was is, I think a yearly salary.
0: That's slimy as fuck.
1: So the fan base seems to be in agreement that that Sophia was being unreasonable and asking for more and more. Mm-hmm. and and generally trying to tank the show because she wanted her boyfriend Suitman to get to uh, take ownership of the show on a different network.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um here's my advice to Suitman. Uh become a more interesting person whose defining quality is not that you wear suits to work. <laughs> That's for him. Um for Sophia it sounds like you're dating someone who has a pretty good job. I don't know if money is like the biggest thing uh, for her. She's probably not like starving for money. Uh, she should, she should try and worm her way back in. <laughs> I think she should be willing to take like a, a small pay cut uh, in comparison to the other post and uh, try and try and get back in there. It's, it's a steady gig. They already have a whole audience. It is super hard to try and build that back up again, even if she like takes over her name recognition. Uh I would say don't be too proud and uh you know get back in there. Alex she kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so wait, how how uh why is so the audience is mostly mad with Suitman and not Alex?
1: Yeah, so the way it's been portrayed is that Alex was basically the one who did all the work to create the podcast and she was being reasonable with her offers while mm. uh Sophia was purposely trying to tank the show by by asking for unreasonable things from Barstool, like constantly like they opened with one million dollar year salary and uh and then even after they offered them five hundred thousand, which was like unexpectedly high, she kept asking for more and more. So it seems like the fan base now, I haven't like done my own research, but that seems to be the general call her daddy consensus on this.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is why, uh, this is why women shouldn't negotiate for their uh salaries, you know what I mean, Paul. (sighs) Oh boy, (laughs) oh boy,
1: (laughs) things got Uh, really hot in this room all of a sudden. (laughs) 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 Um, so Um, one of the articles I read did talk about how, um, sexism plays a role in this being considered catty by the media rather than an important contract negotiation as it should be being portrayed
0: yeah i I totally see that perspective yeah i don't know what are your your thoughts on uh because it seems like i sort of get the perspective that the other person or uh sophia was purposely trying to kind of was not being super reasonable in the way she was conducting herself in that sense i can see why alex decided to take the money and go
1: I may agree with the fan base because I'm getting their perspective. Yeah. But to me, I feel like, yeah, this is a uh, this is a case of a of a strong female friendship being torn apart by by a man getting in between them. And that seemingly upsets the fan base a lot, because apparently one of the things in the show is like, you know, like you're you're like you have to stick with your friends over any guy is like kind of an important theme of Call mm-hmm. Her daddy. So there's a lot of anger that they didn't follow their own advice and they basically let a guy get in between them trying to make money and somehow tear apart the show and their friendship.
0: Is Alex dating anyone notable?
1: I don't believe so. Mm. I'd have to go back through the backlog. (laughs) I'll do my monthly listen of the entire Call Her Daddy backlog.
0: Yeah, my advice is uh, friendship is beautiful. You can't put a price on that. That's sad.
1: All right. Well, thank you, for, uh, thank you for that contemplative and sage answer, Adrian. And I would also... I was thinking about giving my own advice, but it's actually like... I don't know. As a fellow podcaster, I didn't know if that would be appropriate. So I thought maybe I could <laughs> I just... I like uh, how
0: often you've dropped fellow podcaster <laughs> <laughs> as a descriptor for herself. Adrian.
1: Adrian, please, please. So I thought I would come with something maybe a little bit pre-written. And um, I just... I had... Maybe something that would give us all strength in this time. So if you don't mind, Adrian, I'd like to close this show with a prayer. Almighty and eternal God, have mercy on your servants, the humble podcaster. Keep our audio under your protection and direct us according to your gracious favor in the way of eternal rifts. May we desire whatever pleases you and with all your strengths, record episodes free of echoes and peaking. As we trust in your mercy, O oh Lord, graciously assist us with your heavenly help that we may be always diligently recording in your presence. Be separated from you by no contract negotiations. Jesus, Father of all men, we pray for you to ease our earthly fathers, Alex and Sophia's strife. In your name, Father, we cast out the unholy spirit of Suitman, and we pray for the heart of Dave Portnoy, head of Barstool Sports, to stay open through the love of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.